Blog Talk Radio. and you're listening to Live Without Limits, The Laws of Attraction, Affirmations, and Dreams. Today's show is titled, Overcome Fear, Five Powerful Techniques to Convince Your Brain That You're Safe. Fear, it can paralyze you, and it can consume you. It can further make you feel out of control overwhelmed, and straight-up upset. For some, they can even struggle to leave their home due to the fear of the outside world. Now, maybe your fears aren't quite as severe, yet overcoming your fears could lead to an array of opportunities and that you feel you're missing out on, or at the very least, not fearing that things could sustainability substantially improve your life. So, what can you do? And in this show, we're going to dive into exactly what ha- what's happening in the state of fear and how you can use five powerful coping skills to overcome it and convince your brain that you're safe. Now, before I really get into understanding fears and how they affect you, because they're very important when it comes to reaching your goals in life, First, we want to talk about a lot of what happens is when you're a young child, what you experience is secondary fears because what happens is if you have a parent who has been in a lightning storm or they saw a lightning hit a tree and it split and it hurt someone or they were in a, in a buggy and, and lightning hits and the and the tree came down, and so for them, it's a very real fear because they experienced it firsthand. And then what happens is they take that fear, and every time something similar occurs, that feeling of that fear arises. So what happens is you as the individual around them learn that fear because you're watching them. So it's not a real fear that you have, but it's a secondary fear, and it's something that can be overcome by first understanding what it is and why it affects you and how you can take it and overcome it. So understanding fear and why we experience it. Anxiety and fear tend to go hand in hand. When you Fear something, anxiety can build. 
leading to dysfunction in certain parts of your life. And fear isn't useless. In fact, it can be really useful in certain situations. For our ancestors, fear was ultra useful. In many ways, it was the means of survival. Fear is essentially an emotional response to something or someone that seems dangerous. It's telling our bodies to get the heck out of there. For example, fear drives you to run away from the bear when you need to. It helps you to get to safety so that you survive. This is basically the sole purpose of fear, survival. And fears can actually be healthy. For example, if you don't know how to swim, being afraid of deep water makes sense. If you fall in, you can end up in a pretty dangerous situation. Then there's those other times where fear just isn't helpful at all. In many cases, it can hinder you. For example, being scared of public speaking is common, but it often only adds stress to a person's life. And then fears can develop into phobias. Phobias happen when you've had an intense fear reaction. The anglama in your brain actually keeps track of these reactions. And when that circumstances, object, an animal or person appears again, your amygdala triggers the fear response. Again, this comes back to survival. You live and learn what is safe and not safe, yet the brain doesn't always understand that certain things aren't always useful. And this is where overcoming your fear is useful. Okay, so here's the thing. To overcome the fear of speaking, you can go to Toastmasters. What Toastmasters is, it's a organization that you attend on a weekly basis and to become a competent Toastmaster, you have 10 speeches. The first speech only lasts three minutes and that's where you talk about something about yourself to get the experience of being in front of people and speaking. Then with each subsequent speech, first you learn how to use descriptive words. Then you learn how to use movements and body language when you're speaking to someone to bring them in to you and to bring them in to what you're saying. That's what makes a motivational speaker so good because they really know how to harness that and they really know how to tell a story so that it, 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 it 
it touches you in some way. And when you consider all of those things and incorporate that knowledge then, and that experience, then it's helping you to overcome some of that fear. So how is fear different from anxiety? Fear is different from anxiety since anxiety is worrying about something that has yet to happen. Meanwhile, fear is an intense and immediate response to potentially present danger. They are both very similar, though in different circumstances, but can be useful or not. The goal is learning how to control your fear with coping skills. These mechanisms can also be useful as coping skills for anxiety, helping you lead a more calm and peaceful life. Now, here's the thing. People who have suffered from mental illness, whether it's depression or bipolar disorder, in certain ways, that anxiety is so overpowering that it it literally controls them. Now, here's the thing, and I know a lot of some people don't like to believe it, but in our brain, we, we release endorphins, and we have chemicals that mix with each other. And if that chemicals are off in some way, then what's happening is that control over those thought processes are not there. So what happens is that fear break keeps growing and growing and growing to it becomes you become so anxious that you can suffer panic attacks. And those panic attacks can be debilitating. So understanding how all of these play together, how they work together, how to incorporate all of them into your way of life, your experiences, and how you overcome things is a very deep and important part. Five exercises to overcome fear. How can I train my mind to overcome fear? Basically, finding a coping mechanism for fear comes down to convincing your brain that you feel safe. Your brain records or, or rather, your brain needs to know that it's in control, or at the very least, that you have control over something in your life. So next time you are feeling scared, trying and using coping skills, the first thing you need to do is practice deep breathing. Now what we're going to get into is some of those techniques that for years have been used for deep relaxation. In the past, what would you do? You would put a tape in the recorder, and it would tell you how to do. Tense up and ball your hands and, and a fist and, and, and concentrate on it and feel it and feel the tightness. And then slowly release it and release it. And as, as you're releasing it, 
you're releasing the tension, you're releasing the fear, you're releasing that anxiety so that what it's doing is bringing you into a deep state of calm. The practice of deep breathing. This means taking belly breaths. And this naturally calms your nervous system, signaling to your brain that you're a-okay. In fact, studies show that this is really all about controlling your breathing. In turn, you are telling your brain and body that everything is okay and you are in control rather than simply letting fear take you on a wild ride. Close your eyes and visualize your happy place. Visualization is very much a part of the laws of attraction because when you use the visualization, you can put yourself in the place you are trying to reach, such as if you're trying to get to an end goal of having a successful business, well, you can paint that picture in your brain and constantly remind yourself whether even you could even look in a magazine or a book or get a brochure of the home you want to live in, the car you want to drive, something that can help you visualize yourself being and having exactly what you want. So let's back up. Visualization is a powerful technique that you can use to achieve a lot in your life, including letting go of fear. When you feel really scared, if appropriate, close your eyes. Imagine a place where you feel calm and content. The goal here is to engage as many senses as you possibly can to really make that place feel real. What is the smell like when you step forward? What do you feel on your skin? Is it warm or cold? What do you hear? These are all important questions to fill in the blanks to so that you can truly calm yourself and your mind through visualization techniques. Now, this is a really great technique, but for people, many people, it's easy to do, but when someone suffers from mental illness, and it's, it's, it's not as easy for them to take control of their thoughts and to calm down. And often, if they don't stay on the right medication, which helps balance the chemicals in the brain to help you get to that relaxed state before you get to that really tense and overwhelming state of being so manic 
that you can't stop because if you stop, you fear something's going to happen to you. Examine the facts. Logic trumps our feelings every single time. Your feelings are real, but you control your thoughts and behavior, and you can easily do this by examining the facts. For instance, if you're scared of heights and standing on the edge of a cliff, about to jump into the water, but it but you're paralyzed, think about it. What are the odds of anything bad will happen? Slim to none. How many people safely did the same thing before you? These are all good things to measure and examine before letting fear control your actions. Accept some things that are out of your control and focus on what you can can control. The truth is that we can never truly control everything. Accept that at times and divert your attention elsewhere. Remember, fear is useful. Sometimes our brain can easily trick us into thinking we might die if we step outside of our homes. But we know this isn't true. And at the same time, we know it's not true and that there is some risk. So control what you can and let what you can't control go. That is one step towards reducing fear. And often it's something that we might not even realize that we're doing, but it also affects the lives that we have. That we have. So always remember this. You have to be the one to recognize that fear before it even happens. Because once you're able to do that, then it can truly help you to overcome and feel the success that you need. Breathe and draw a square. This combines a few of the coping mechanisms above. So fear has taken its hold. You feel it's all consuming. Here's what you can do right away. Take five deep breaths in. Ensure that they're full belly breaths. Then draw a box in front of you with your index finger. Inhale as you draw the line across. Then exhale as you draw a line down. And keep going on and on. Continue doing this until you have fully calmed down and really focus 
on drawing the box. And you're breathing. You can control your breath. You can control your focus on what you're doing. Now, when we're talking about the, the things that we can do to calm ourselves down, you may even want to get a tape of a deep relaxation tape. And even if you have to take it and instead of doing it through a tape recorder, but digitize it so that it's something that you can hear or find a, a deep relaxation tape that's already been digitized and listen to it over and over again. Tense your fist and hold it for a minute. Then as you're letting go, let go of the breath. And as you're letting go of the breath, you're releasing that tension. The next thing you need to do is the same thing with your foot. Tense it as, as much as you can. Pull it up. Pull the, the, the toes towards you. Pull them as strong as you can. And just breathe out as you release the tension. Do the same thing with each hand, with each foot. Then take your breath, draw it fully in, hold it till you feel the tension, and then just slowly let it out till you are totally relaxed. If you do this with every part of your body, then it will help you to get into that relaxed state because often if you have a problem sleeping at night or you suffer from insomnia, many a times there's two reasons for it. Either you have a lot of tension or you're worried about things that you can't control or you end up staying up half the night. You know, as college students, often when we start studying, we will we will get up very, very late because we go to bed very, very late. Well, some people, their biorhythms are that they're more alert at night. For others, the biorhythms, they're more alert in the morning. And then you also have those who they're most alert in the afternoons. And when you're the most alert is when you get the most of your work done. And it's other times of your your life, uh, of parts of the day, that you're not as productive. And that's why they often say, during the most productive part of your day, get the things done that you have to get done, that you really don't enjoy doing. Because then when you're not at your peak performance and you do the things that you really enjoy doing, then you're getting more done in a day. You're able to achieve your goals. So let go of your fears. Babe Ruth once said, never let the fear of striking out get in your way. Gain, gain back control over your fears. It's entirely possible. They don't need to 
rule your life. In fact, you have much more control than you might think. Take it and and use the above coping mechanisms so that to help you do so. You want more than the fear that you feel. And always remember that you have the most control over your life. And if if you understand that and utilize that control to help you take control over your life and do the things that you truly believe you're capable of, then you can definitely achieve more. Now, what I want to talk about for the last few minutes of this show is a program that I'm doing. What happened? I doesn't look at, oh, oh. I want to remind you that you can go to my show, the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can also take my program, Change Your Thoughts Challenge. And in the Change Your Thoughts Challenge, we are going to be covering on day one ways the unconscious thoughts affect communication, and the laws of attraction. The second day, we're going to cover toxic relationships and how they can affect your mental health. The third day, we will talk about the elements of the workplace culture. And then on the fourth day, we will be talking about your mindset and the failure to success. And remember, you can go to join changeyourthoughtschallenge.com forward slash join the challenge.